You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, October the 24th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Rocket alerts sounded a short while ago in the Beersheba region. This after salvos resumed this morning following a quiet night. Rocket alerts were also sounded this morning in the Eshkol region, where a hit was reported near homes in one of the communities. Rockets were also, alerts were also sounded in the Gaza periphery. There were no reports of injuries this morning. Yochevet Lifshitz, who was released last night from Hamas captivity after more than two weeks, recounted her ordeal in remarks to reporters at Ichilov Hospital this morning. Her voice barely heard above the scrum of reporters. 85-year-old Lifshitz described how terrorists took her by motorcycle to the Gaza Strip and into a spider web of tunnels. She said she was hung over the seat with her legs on one side and her head on the other and was beaten with sticks as she was being driven on the motorcycle. Terrorists removed her watch and jewelry and forced her to walk through fields before reaching the tunnel network into the Gaza Strip. Once in captivity, Lifshitz said she was brought into a large hall with about 25 other hostages, and then she and four others were taken to a separate room. She described the treatment toward them as gentle, and they were given medicine and food. Lifshitz's husband remains in captivity, and she said she did not know anything about his whereabouts. Lifshitz said that the $2 billion shellco fence built by Israel did not prevent the swarm of people who took over the kibbutz and made no differentiation between elderly and children. She also said the government, the Shin Bet and the army, ignored demonstrations by the fence in the preceding weeks. She called for the release of all the hostages. Her children, in remarks to reporters, noted their mother's experience as hers alone and does not necessarily reflect on what other captives are experiencing. Lifshitz was freed last night, along with Norit Cooper, aged 79, also of near Oz, whose husband also remains in captivity. Israel thanked Egypt and the Red Cross for the assistance in the release. Hamas said that the release of the two was made through Egyptian and Qatari mediation. Palestinian media reports that the IDF has dropped leaflets around Khan Yunus, asking for information about the Israeli captives and stating that the IDF promises full confidentiality and everything to ensure the safety of those who provide credible and useful information. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in remarks alongside visiting French President Emmanuel Macron, says that Hamas threatens not only Jews but the entire Middle East, the region, Europe and the world. Israel refuses to accept Daesh on its borders. Macron, on a solidarity visit to Israel, said this morning in talks with President Isaac Herzog that terrorists must be fought without enlarging the conflict. President Herzog said Israel is strong and will defeat Hamas. He demanded the immediate release of all the hostages. He also warned Hezbollah against dragging Israel into a conflict. Macron also met with families of abductees who hold French citizenship, and he's slated to travel to Ramallah to meet with Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas. The IDF spokesperson, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, says that Israel's forces are in the field, ready, determined, and training for the day the order comes. 
Long weeks of fighting are before us, and we will act at the time that is most appropriate operationally in line with a directive from the political echelon. In a briefing this morning, Hagari warned against complacency in the face of a drop in rocket launches from the Gaza Strip. This is an attempt by the enemy to catch us off guard, he said. IDF forces killed a terrorist who tried to launch a rocket from Lebanon toward Israel. He was targeted by Israeli aircraft. The IDF overnight struck Hezbollah infrastructure in Lebanon. Targets included a military compound and observation points. Yesterday, the IDF hit five terror cells that tried to launch anti-tank missiles from Lebanon at northern Israel. The IDF also continued airstrikes on Hamas targets in the Gaza Strip overnight, hitting more than 400 targets. Three deputy commanders of Hamas brigades were killed. In addition, dozens of armed Hamas operatives who were preparing to launch rockets and attacks against Israel were targeted. The strikes destroyed, among other things, a terror tunnel shaft and command centers. The Emir of Qatar says Israel must not be given a green light for unconditional killing of Gaza residents. He warned war between Israel and the Hamas could threaten the entire region and the entire world. The al Arabi al-Jadid network reports that an aid convoy, the fourth, entered the Rafah crossing for inspections before heading into the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile, the IDF Arabic language account shared on the platform X a post of two aerial images that it said showed Hamas oil tanks hidden in the ground near the Rafah crossing. While Hamas keeps claiming it does not have enough fuel to support hospitals and feud projection, this is what over half a million liters of diesel oil looks like, read the Post. The weather outlook, warmer tomorrow, mostly in the hills and inland. Thursday, hot to Sharav conditions, possible haze. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 27, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 26, Beersheba 30, and in Eilat going up to 33 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. Our next news update is at 5 p.m. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.